What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Sizing Up. I'm your host, Jack the Spec, and I am here with season three of the podcast. It's good to be back. Um, always good to get guests and editors and just everyone who's in the giant space on the podcast to talk. So we're going to kick off this episode with a fairly new model. She's been making waves, um, very fast rise, pun intended, and I'm going to go ahead and let her introduce herself. Hey guys, I'm Lily. Very excited to be chatting with you today. It's awesome to have you on, Lily. Um, it's crazy how you haven't been in this community for too long, but looking at how much I've seen edits made with you and overall just your presence in the community has been incredible and you're one of the models that I've noticed that just has a presence and has seemed to like click into the community pretty well. So it's awesome to have you here. Well, thank you. I'm excited. It's definitely, <laughs> it's been an adventure. I'll say that it's definitely been an adventure, but it's been exciting and some days overwhelming, but you know, it's, you know, I'm happy to be doing it to be very honest with you. For sure. For sure. I know a lot, like, I feel like a lot of things that you've been doing have been really good. I know that um, when we talk about, you know, just doing stuff, you know, um, you feel like you're still very much learning a lot as well. Mm -hmm. And I think the thing that impresses me specifically is like, you know, you're continuing to like get better as you go along. And sometimes you have moments where you are overall feeling like you've been doing it for a, a good amount of years now. So it's really impressive <laughs> to see you just take to it like, just like, you know, a duck to water. So that's really cool. Yeah. I mean, it's, I've been like, like four months now, I think, honestly. Mm -hmm. And I know I, four months in the grand scheme of, you know, life in general is not a lot of time, but. I guess, right. you know, when you're doing it constantly and it just, it's like, holy shit, can I cuss? <laughs> oh, no, you can, you can curse on here. You're fine. You're fine. I tell everyone it is totally fine to swear. Oh, uh, okay. I didn't even think about it because I'm, I, I cuss like a sailor to be honest. I'm going to, I'm going to tone it back just a little bit, but I, it, it, it does feel like it's been so much longer than just a few months. And I mean, like you said, it is, there is so much to learn because I, you know, I was kind of thrown into it with literally no knowledge of really anything. So, I mean, you can't learn everything in just a short amount of time. So definitely still learning all the things. For sure. For sure. I feel like that's pretty much overall how it's supposed to be, especially when you're doing something specific in this space, because, you know, even though it's not like traditional, um, you know, sex work it's still a form of you know you're fulfilling a need and a service at the same time but i get saying from that aspect yeah it's crazy i didn't realize that there were so many different avenues and things and i mean you know i i kind of started out just with um you know and like foot fetish things and then it just kind of opened up to a whole new world i was like oh my god there's so much out here <laughs> Yeah, no, it's wild. It's honestly wild how that works. Um, I think the thing is, what I tell people all the time is that some of these fetishes are very interconnected with each other. And I think yeah. that's what creates a synergy to them. Uh -huh. So, like, that's the thing I always tell people, like, you know, especially when 
there there will be fans or followers that will be like, oh, oh, I don't like this. And yeah, I, I get that. Mm-hmm. And that's totally understandable. But specifically with the giantess fetish, like you got to think about it. It's it's a giant woman or person <laughs> in general. And they're just their features are just bigger from right. uh, from a perspective standpoint. And I think that's what makes it so interweaved and connected with a whole bunch of different things, you know? Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And it, yeah, it is really amazing to see, you know, people, the requests that you get. And sometimes I'm like, what I even, I mean, it's only been four months, but I'm like, wow, you really you surprised me with that one friend, but I, I got you. <laughs> I'll, For do sure. I'll do whatever. I mean, within reason, but you know, yeah, I still get shocked <laughs> these days. For sure. No, no, you, you never, you will not, you will not have a dull moment. Like you'll get something. Nope. I've been, been doing this for two and a half years and i'm just like huh okay that's new (laughs) right people get so creative and it's and it's so funny when i get you know these custom requests and they're like well what do you want to do i'm like buddy i have no idea what i want i'm not that creative creative (laughs) i'm like you tell me what you want because i don't know what you like do you like feet do you like toenails like what is your thing you tell me what you want and i will do that thing (laughs) like i can't come up with the you know, with the creative side of it, to be very honest, I'm, you know, I, there's so much that I could do and honestly so much that I want to do. I just mm-hmm. don't have the time to like really go down that rabbit hole and make it what I want it. Unfortunately. Absolutely. I feel like that's the thing you have to balance between, you know, being efficient with your time, of course, because mm-hmm. as you know, you know, a lot of people do not do this full time. And right. I'm assuming you're in that category of, you know, you have, you have your, you know, IRL job and, mm-hmm. you know, this is something you do in your spare time. Right. Maybe one of these days, maybe one of these days I'll just do this full time, <laughs> you know, and say, <laughs> screw my, screw my daytime job. I'll just, you know, I'll do this. Like I, I could do this, you know, and it having the time to dedicate to it, to really do, um, to like sit down and like have content days and like really kind of feed into those different fetishes. Like, you know, have different days of the week that like I plan out my thing. I could just, it could be so much more, but it's just, it is right. it's so time consuming. No, yeah, no, that, that's definitely, that's definitely the challenge, right? Mm-hmm. Just being able to like settle down and just choose the days you're able to plan out and work on that. And, you know, I'm glad you're able to tell the listeners how that is because yeah. sometimes they don't understand that I mean, I know I see you put it on your story at least once a week, and I do understand, like, yeah, they're not listening, but but um, I, I try, I'm but, like, damn, Lily, you really did that today. You should probably chill the fuck out, you should probably be a little nicer. I have my days, you know. <laughs> it, listen, it's, it's like it's like I always say sometimes, sometimes. There is no such thing as post nut. There is no such thing as post nut clarity for some followers. I don't know why. It was like, come on now. Like, you have to think of something else at some point. So it, it's definitely can be frustrating. It can, but I mean, the good days outweigh the bad days, you know. And you know, just gotta focus on the positive. That's where we're at. There you go. There you go. So I want to pivot to kind of like your uh, origin story in this. So if you be willing to share, I guess a question just to start it off is how did you discover this uh, fetish or 
more rather, how did you get into, you know, making content in general? Because I know you mentioned in the opener how you, you know, it started off with just feet. So yeah, something doing feet content lead into the giantess content? Um, okay, so kind of yes and no. So I have actually followed um, Whitney Blues on TikTok and yeah. like, like a year ago, I think, because like she's gone, like she's pretty big on TikTok. I would, mm-hmm. you know, in my opinion, um, she's TikTok famous. She's super cool. I love her stuff. Um, and I saw one of her videos. Okay, so this is this is how I found out about it first and foremost. So, um, she was like, you know, what I'm doing for work today. Like it was something like she had to order like 13, like a very specific number. It was like 13 mini donuts and step on them. And (laughs) I was like, what the fuck? And then she, there was another video where she, um, God, Oh, what was it? Oh, she, you know, had to like stomp around saying fee, fi, fo, fum, whatever. And I was like, people pay for this? Really? Like, this is super <laughs> intriguing. I had never heard of it before, but I was like, mm-hmm. right on, girl. Like, get, get that bread. And so I was, you know, followed her, super interested in like, you know, her journey. Cause like I said, I'd never even heard of that before. And then, you know, fast forward, like, I don't know, probably a year later. And, on a separate Instagram account, I had somebody message me one time, uh, like out of the blue. I never check my requests folder ever. I mean, now it's, I check, obviously I check it multiple times right. a day, but I never, cause I'm like spam, whatever, delete. And some guy was like, Hey, would you ever like be interested maybe in selling pictures of your fee. I pay X amount of dollars for photos and videos. And it was like a reasonable amount. It wasn't like some fake spam sugar daddy being like, I'm right, going right, right, right. $2,000 right now. And I was like, okay, I'll bite. Like what's the worst that could happen? I send him some pictures of my fee and he never pays me like whatever. Right. And so, um, I and I so I am married too. So I like talked to my husband and I was like, what do you think about this? And he was like, go for it. Please do like make that money. And um, so I was like, okay, cool. Like, let me let me just let me try this out. So he sent his requests and I did, you know, I did the, the photos and the videos that he asked. And then he was like, you know, you're really like, you're pretty good at this. I feel like you, you know, there's a whole community out there. I think you would do really well. And let me introduce you to a friend. And, um, that friend then kind of introduced me to her network. I mean, that happened so quick. I got the message and then like four days later, I have this whole Instagram dedicated to different fetishes. Like I, I learned about Vore and Giantess and, um, many other <laughs> avenues very quickly, very early on. Cause she was like, do you do this? Do you do that? And I was like, uh, I don't even know what that is, but maybe, <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll try it. And so, yeah, I mean, that's really kind of what happened. And by the way, that guy has still never paid me for my content. So lesson learned if you're out there, Ooh. friend, my cash app is on my bio link. <laughs> there you go. There you go. If you're, if you're listening to this buddy, you, you, you're overdue. <laughs> right. No, it's okay. But honestly, like, you know, lesson learned, but I've, you know, been introduced to this whole world of, you know, fetish and, and it's really eye-opening and interesting. So I, in a way, am thankful for him either way. 
Very cool. Very cool. Nice. Yeah. Has there been anything that surprised you? Well, may, maybe that's not the right question because it feels like everything so far in your journey has like been like, <laughs> whoa, yeah, kind of moments. Yeah, some of them. So anything like specific that surprised me? Like, yeah, anything specific. Um. Oh gosh. Um. I will say the thing that has surprised me the most okay two things one specific fetish and then also more of a global is like how kind of welcoming everybody like there have been some very kind people um Mm -hmm. some very loyal you know trust me i've never been called goddess or anything more in my entire (laughs) life than i have in the community and it's i'm like oh thank you that's yes that's me i'm a goddess you know um, but how friendly everybody has been and how willing everybody has been to kind of, you know, open the, cause that's, a, I feel like, you know, it's a very vulnerable thing to have a very specific fetish, especially something that maybe somebody else might look at and be like, you like what, you know, and might shame mm-hmm. them or have them be embarrassed about. And it's just interesting that there is such a large community. And I think, that that should just go to show those people that you're not alone. You know, there are so many other people out there who like similar things. There's literally nothing to be ashamed about. Like if your partner is not like good with your fetish, I feel like you should find a new partner, but that's just me. You know, you got to be able to be your true self at all times. Um, I love that. I love that attitude. I love that thinking. Oh, absolutely. And I've had, you know, and sometimes people are like, I know it's weird. I'm so sorry. I'm like, it's really fine. Like you're just being your most authentic self. And, you know, they're mm-hmm. like, well, people, people don't know about this. And I don't like to tell people. And I'm like, why? If you like, I tell, I tell people, my entire family knows that I do this type of content. My mom and dad mm-hmm. know, my grandpa knows, you know, I'm not going to hide that from them. I mean, at first they're like, oh my God, Lily, what are you doing? Like, seriously. But I mean, I'm just out here living my best life. I'm not going to hide any part of who I am for, you know, for fear of them shaming me. And if, you know, and if they feel that way, then they're not the right people in your life. Um, But that was one. Thank you. Um, And then I think that the other, the other one, um, the amount of people that like, um, that ask you to step on living creatures. That was a surprising thing for me. No shame. It's just not my thing. It's not something that I do, but that Mm -hmm. was a shock to me. And there's, there's a lot of people out there. There are. So that was, yeah, that was shocking. Again, no shame, just surprising. For sure. For sure. Gotcha. Yeah, that's good. I'm glad you're able to like express yourself in that. And like, that's awesome that you can be open about it with, you know, everyone and, you know, your personal life. And they know that you're doing it. That's really awesome to hear. And to touch on that, like, I I try to tell people all the time, like, if you're able to be open about this side of you, I feel like, like you said, it allows you to be your true authentic self. You're not hiding that part from, you know, people that you're around. And I definitely hear what you're saying. Like I tell people all the time and I get this a lot. Like there's nothing wrong with telling the people that you care about or care about you the most that, um, you know, the side of you. And I feel like Mm -hmm. that's what, you know, brings people to be their best, their best selves at the end of the day, you know? Yeah. 
Absolutely. If, you know, if you are suppressing, you know, different parts of yourself, like you're not doing yourself uh, any services, you know, you're just, there's, you know, a whole set. I'm I'm a little woo woo. I like shadow work and, you know, stuff like that. But, Mm -hmm. you know, if you're suppressing these, these things and you can't fully bring them to light, then, you know, you're just, we get one life and that's it. And if you can't be who you truly want to be, like, who gives a shit if somebody else in the world thinks that that's, that they're weird. There are 7 billion people on this planet mm-hmm. and, it, you know, more and more every single day. If a handful of people think that you're weird for whatever it is that you're doing, fuck them. <laughs> Literally, they can go on somewhere. Go find your people. They're out there. Oh, yeah. I love that attitude. And, like, that's a good message to have. I'm happy that. You're, you're saying that it's definitely yep. important. It's definitely important for people to know that. And I feel like people do feel like there's a bit of fear of shame and embarrassment and yeah. you just got to find your tribe. You just got to find mm-hmm. your tribe. So that's good messaging. And, you know, I hope the listeners really take that to heart because I get that all the time. It's like, you just say it and you know, they don't like it. They don't like it. Someone out there will. Yeah, so. exactly. There's, sorry, my dog's on the other side of the dog squeaking his toy. So if you can hear that, I apologize. But, no worries. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, there's, you can't please everybody. So you might as well just be yourself in the process because you're going to piss somebody off or make somebody think one way about you one way or another. So just always be yourself. That's my biggest, um, you know, I like to advocate for that as much as I can. Love it. Love it. Glad to hear that. Yeah. Okay, another question I do have mm-hmm. is what's your favorite aspect so far of this um, fetish? Like, is there anything specific that you latch on to, whether that be, you know, POV, vor, crushing, anything specific that you like to do, like a subgenre? Um, <laughs> this is surprising to me, but humiliation because oh, okay yeah i know right well so when i very first started somebody was like you know i'm i want you to humiliate me for you know whatever and i'm like okay mm-hmm. i had to google what to say because i was like i've never humiliated anybody in my entire life because i right. feel you know like i just said i'm very like cool like be yourself i love everybody like you know peace love positivity over here and i'm a very kind person in mm-hmm. real life. And so I'm not shitting you. I had to Google like what to what to say, like some ideas on how to humiliate somebody. And so now I've gotten really good at it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so I honestly I enjoy doing that. And it it's because I know that I'm not and I know that the person that I'm doing this for doesn't think that I feel this way about them. It's just a role that I'm playing in a sense. Yeah. I mean, it's literally is this role play. That's what all of this is obviously. Mm-hmm. But, um, I don't know. For some reason, I really like that. It's almost like a, a release of aggression. Like if I've had a shitty day and like somebody's like humiliate me and I'm like, bet I got you. <laughs> <laughs> I will literally say to you what I wanted to say to my coworker today or, you know, just, uh, so I find that I actually really enjoy that part of it for sure. Um, I think, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, that's the top one. Cool. Cool. Any second 
Do you have a second one that's like your favorite, your second favorite, I guess? Um, I, let's see, let's see. I'm trying to think of the things that, um, I, I do like when people, it's not really like a sub like genre, I guess, but of giant, mm-hmm. I do enjoy, um, when people have super creative stories and nice. it's a whole, like, you know, I have some customers or clients or whatever you would like to call them that, you know, they want to do a series and um, <laughs> there's one that I have a, a guy that I am – he strapped my ankle, right? So, like, I've – Oh, that's cool. I've shrunk him or he got shrunk and he's, like, my annoying-ass coworker. And he gets shrunk and rides around. Like, I caught him riding around on my ankle and I was like, all right, fine. Like, you can ride around on my ankle, but you have to give me your whole paycheck. And so he just, like – walks around with me and then I talk shit to him and I catch him <laughs> in these like in these situations doing things that he shouldn't be doing like I don't know like dragging off in my shower mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know and it's just it's funny because I like I like to be funny I I enjoy like the comedy aspect of it more than like the being sexy like I prefer to be funny I think and so I just – I really enjoy the super creative storylines that, you know, people come up with and that I get to do and try my best to make their vision come to life. Very cool. Is there something to, like, subverting that from being uh, sexy? And I like that. I feel mm-hmm. like that's something that isn't touched on enough. Like, sometimes – there are times where I'm like, wouldn't it be funny if, like – a cup just fell on this little dude and that that's the video it's not even by you know like just a just in like a coincidental <laughs> accident and i feel like stuff like that is more effective and hilarious and I'm like you're you're small dude like it's not gonna end the way you right. think it will <laughs> right like you're just i don't know like you can i don't know and that's why i kind of like the unaware giantess that you were because you you had kind of educated me on some of the, mm-hmm. the different ones and the unaware I think is really funny too because you know I can just imagine this tiny little person running around and then he's like no and you know the giantess doesn't even realize that she's you know stepped on him or like you said something falls on him and I mean he's like an ant I mean if you literally think of ants and bugs that you know are in our everyday life like things happen to them because they're just so tiny surrounded by large things I mean it's just bound to happen exactly like Again, that's that's just their daily life. They they have to be like, please don't like step legit. Like I'm just trying to get from point A to point E. B. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to bother you. Right. I'm just trying to live my life. But then I'm like, but what are you doing in my house? Because you mm-hmm. do better. Like go away, a little tiny. Those are my those are my favorite when they're they've snuck in and I have to punish them. And it's just I I enjoy being funny. I think so. Um, the, the comedy side of it is, you know, it's, it's a lot of fun versus just the being sexy. And, you know, I think that if, when I very first started, I just assumed that, you know, I had to be sexy. I mean, there, but there are some, um, like customers, clients who were like, no, I don't actually want, like, I I actually just want you to wear, you know, like wear Uggs or something, be cute, Mm -hmm. comfortable. You don't have to wear anything you know, provocative or whatever. And I'm like, great. This is right up my alley. I enjoy doing that the most. 
There you go. There you go. That's awesome. And then pivoting from that point, before we get in here, this into this space, do you have any thoughts about your feet for yourself? Like, did you feel like you would be in a position to like sell feet pictures or do anything with your feet specifically? Because I've gotten some questions like I've thought about it, but it didn't really come to mind. And some people will find it as a surprise, like people like my feet. So like, I'm wondering how that, that part of it has gone for you. Like, did you like previously and then after the fact? Um, so previously, so I will say I've always thought I had cute feet. I don't know why Mm -hmm. I just, I mean, and not like in a self-righteous, like I have wonderful toes. It's not like Mm -hmm. that, but I just, um, I, for a while, I really thought my feet were my best feature. I really did. I thought they were so cute. And, you know, sometimes you see some like, not trying to judge, but sometimes you see people with some really ugly toes. And I'm like, (laughs) you know, I'm just thankful that those are not my toes. And I try to take care of them. I try to, you know, make them look nice. I like having, you know, my toes done and, you know, stuff like that. So I've always, you know, thought I had cute feet. I had um, an ex who didn't realize he had a foot fetish until he met me. And then that was a thing. Um, I will breeze right on past that because I'm now married. Um, Mm -hmm. But my, um, yeah, and I've always joked about like, like, fuck this job. I'm just sell feet pics. Like literally for years I've said that. Like why don't I just sell feet pics on on the internet? And then it literally – landed in my lap and I said <laughs> I manifested this I brought this to life I am living my dream selling feet pictures you have no idea I've been waiting for this moment to break into the industry for years <laughs> that is amazing uh, I know but yeah I hope that answered your question I don't know <laughs> if I just went off on a separate tangent or not oh no it totally did. It totally did. I like the fact that you spec- because that's probably the first time I've heard someone saying, "Oh yeah, no, I have always thought about doing this, and now it's happening." Like, yeah, no, that's probably what? the first example I've heard of that. That's awesome. Stop it. No, I'm not kidding. For years, I said I want to sell feet pics because you know they have like, um, like feet finder, and you know you hear about it, but then mm-hmm. it's you know oversaturated with you know people who just think that you can put up a photo of your foot and then like that's it and not I that think, easy no and I've had some friends so um you know Olivia I know she's gonna be on your podcast too like we actually just yep. had this conversation last night about how um you know we've had some other girls join and um they're like holy shit I didn't realize how much work actually goes into this and it's like yeah buddy yeah. this is a this is it literally could be a full-time job like I could um, I could quit my job and I would still work 40 plus hours a week. Like if I it, doing this, like coming up with the content and, uh-huh. and, um, you know, really put more effort into it. I could even go as far as like buying video editing software and, you know what I'm saying? Like there's yes. so much more that can be done with it and props to the editors like, you know, yourself, like. I know that there's a lot of time and effort that goes into that. So when I get edits and I'm like, holy shit, like, thank you so much because you just took time out of your day to create this for me. And I know that it's time consuming. So I am always super thankful. And I think that people just don't realize how much effort and time really goes into it. Um, 
mm-hmm. you know, and they think they can just post a picture. And I mean, I was naive at the beginning. I thought, you know, I can just post some pictures. And I mean, it kind of worked that way at first, but I realized mm-hmm. very quickly that that was not all that was required. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. Yeah, no, it, it's definitely like a process. It's like, and I feel like this goes both ways for both editors and models, you know? Mm-hmm. You have to, like, change it up. You have to, like, do different ideas, be exper- like experiment. And it's yeah. definitely hard to find that balance. I tell people all the time, like, I'd be like, dude, I'm, I'm, all, I'm doing graphic design already for, I'm doing graphic design and social media marketing already. And then I have to yeah. use the remaining brain power I have left to, up with mm-hmm. content and i tell people sometimes it's it's like you know, like why haven't you posted anything in like five days like bro i i just want to my brain needs to rest i create i literally create all day so you yeah, know it's i do it's too mm-hmm. I, i'm all fo- i'm also in marketing and graphic design nice <laughs> i just like my brain just can't so i feel it's really funny because i pour all my effort into you know my my job during the day and then mm-hmm. it kind of gets what's left over and it sucks because i i am not kidding i really have thought very hard recently i'm like if i can make a certain amount of money for you know a certain amount of time like i might just quit my job and do this full time hey why not definitely definitely if you can go for it definitely do um i've I'm not sure, like, I've gotten this question, like, why don't you go full-time? I'm like, I don't know. Like, as much as it would be cool to just edit all day, not sure if I can personally do it, but, like, um, and I think that's only because, you know, I'm not able to shoot all the time. Otherwise, I totally would. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, so I, I totally get where that is. Cause like my girlfriend, she, she's camera shy. So I'm like, well, you don't, I don't want, I don't want to force her into a position where she feels like, you know, she has to be in that spot. Um, but you know, tell people, yeah, no, like, trust me. I tell people all the time, if I could like shoot with someone on demand like that, you know, I would probably have more, you know, content queued up, but I tell people, you know, that's why I take my time. I work. And if I'm able to fly out to a model, if they're in the area and, you know, and I can book with them for a little bit. I'll do that. But I think what people don't realize is like, you need to like, there's a lot of logistics that go into it. And as you said, mm-hmm. when new bottles come in here, I mean, yeah, don't get me wrong. It is easy to just post a foot picture and you'll get, it's it's easy. You just snap onto that. But then, you know, you're like, I want to get that lighting. I want to get that angle. I want to see some wrinkles, you know, you're going to get all those different little subcontexts of what they want to see your foot doing. And it's a lot. So yeah. Um, it's good that you're able to adapt to that quickly. Um, and I feel like that's one thing that's forever underrated and not really, uh, looked at when, especially from someone who's as a uh, buyer and as someone who's a creator, you're like, Oh shit, I have to fuck. All right. I got to like step yeah. it up. <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, and like you said, it's, it's crazy to like, there you do run out of ideas very quickly and it, that's another thing that Olivia and I talked about last night it's like dang like what do what do I do now like what do I you know just I guess I'll choose some different outfits and do you know I don't know it's it does take a lot of brain power man it's crazy cool I'm glad you're able to like really understand those aspects and whatnot yeah. on um, my next question was definitely going to be like 
do you feel like you're more of a giantess model or more of a foot model? Hmm. Oh my God, that's so hard. Because I've been noticing you've been doing a good bit of vore lately. I have. I just, I know that so many, and that's every now and then I'll try to at, like post a, an, an, an interactive story and ask people like, what do you guys like? Because I mean, in a sense, yes, it is my page. It is, you know, more about like me and like what I like, but at the same time, like, you know, if most of my um, fan base likes Vore, like I'm going to post some Vore or, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, to be very, kind of like running out of ideas, like some days if I haven't posted, then I do just post like foot pictures, um, <laughs> you know, cause I'm like, that's super easy. Like, let me just snap a few pictures really quick and I'll get them up just so it's, you know, I, I do have content. Um, but oh, that's a really tough one. I'm going to say like foot for real. Like I feel, okay. Um, I'm more of a foot model than a giantess, but most of like the custom custom like requests that I get are are giantess. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. And then in regarding to giantess, mm-hmm. are you are you in real life tall or what would you define your height? Were you always like tall or stored um, behind that? I'm five seven, so. I'm not insanely tall. Um, but, but you're not short either. I'm not short either. No, I'm um, actually taller than most of my friends. I will say that. Um, <laughs> I feel like I'm always the tall one in the pictures. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm towering over everybody, but I will still wear heels. <laughs> you know, like, I, I don't even care. As someone who's dating someone who's 5'8 and will still wear heels, which, you know, I'm totally, of course, I'm down for that. All right, be six feet tall, fine. I mean, I'm into that shit. So, yeah. um, so I'm like, hell yeah. All right, that's awesome. I'm, that's awesome. And <laughs> do you like the idea of being seen as this, like, 50-foot tall, like, you know, giant kind of, like, I don't know if, and that's probably going to be my next question, but like what you would see from like a movie, like Attack of the 50 foot woman, like, is that something that's cool that, you know, that your fans are like, love to see you as just this super tall, giant, powerful person? It's interesting. Like, I don't really have a feeling about it one way or another. It's just Mm -hmm. because it's not something I've ever experienced experienced before right you know so i don't really know how to feel about it necessarily but it is it's it's intriguing and i wonder you know i like to know about the why behind things and i'm like why do you like to envision me as as this and to me you know of course i'm i personally don't have this fetish this particular fetish myself right the giantess but um to me i feel like it's you know I don't know if it's more of like a power dynamic of, you know, I'm like having a uh, woman who's bigger than you and is, you know, in a sense, you know, powerful and has complete control. So I don't know if it's like a domination Mm -hmm. type thing um, or not, but I do, I just, I find it intriguing more than anything. 
Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. I see. I like this. I, I, cool. I'm, I'm here for it. I'll do what I, you know, it's, it's just cool. It is cool. For sure. I, I guess I can, I guess I can partially put my two cents in on it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess for, go ahead. I said, give me the deets. Tell me. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. So like as someone who's had this fetish for like since 2007, like, yeah, 2007. So about north of 15 years, but like, I feel like the power dynamic and the feeling of helplessness is something that's like a thrilling it's like a a thrill for me i guess you could say like yeah you're at the disposal of someone else and you can try but ultimately in the end you're powerless and it's kind of that what could happen what would happen it's kind of like that exciting feeling of the unknown and you never know what you're gonna get specifically what i like to do with my processes, when I give models ideas, I try to tell them, like, how would you... I'm not asking you to, like, change your character. Don't be a character. I want you to act this... I don't even give a script. I'll just be like, here's the scenario. What would you do in this exact scenario? And I feel like that exploration of what a giantess would do, and they're not being a character... They're not being... I guess the one thing you could probably say is there being a slight a slight variation of themselves, but it's right. still them. It's still them. So that's what I always do. When I'm shooting with a model, she's like, what do you want me to do? I'm like, I'll give you the actions, but in terms of how you're going to go about it, just be yourself. Yeah. Just be the slightly altered version of yourself. Not too much. You're going to be like, oh, what? And then you go from there. And I feel like that authenticity when you're when I work with models personally is what brings it out, you know, because you get to see what they would actually do if there's a small little dude in their presence. Are they going to be mean? Are they going to be evil? Are they going to be playful? Are they going to be gentle? That's just what makes it interesting for me specifically. And that's what excites me. Right. And that is, that is so interesting. And I, and I guess I do get it because whenever, you know, people are like, well, what, what would you do? Like, you know, I do get the creative liberty. So I do kind of get to be myself, um, in that. And I'm more of a, like, I don't even like to kill spiders like in real life. Okay. I just, I, (laughs) I, I love everything. And so I feel like if I were genuinely to come across a tiny person, I would, I would be like, Oh my God, you're so cute. How the hell did you get in here? Why are you so tiny? And I'm going to have so much fun with you. We're just gonna, you know, I, I might keep them as pets in a tiny jar. I probably wouldn't hurt them. I would, I could, I could see myself creating like a whole tiny village and like, are you guys comfortable? Do you have enough snacks? Like, are you, are you entertained? Are you okay? So that, that would be me as a giantess, like 1000%. I love that. I love that. So definitely from what it sounds like playful giantess category for you. Yes, that's that would be the true the true version of me. Yes. That is awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> very cool. Very cool. And yeah. then uh going forward like in your journey in this, is there something you're looking to accomplish? I know you've talked about wanting to make this a full-time 
um, job one day and just go forward with that. But like, is there anything you would want to do in terms of like, you know, do you, like, I guess an example I can throw out there, like, would you want to get more equipment? I know you spoke, spoke about like doing video editing, but mm-hmm. like um, to increase the creativity and being able to, you know, do more. Has there been things that's been, you know, in your head that you've been thinking about to go forward with that? Oh my God. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So first of all, I do have an old, I have an OnlyFans and I thought about, do what? Uh, Definitely plug it. You can plug it. (laughs) Right. Shameless plug. Um, To be honest, I don't even know what my username is, but the link's in my bio, but um, I do have OnlyFans and I've been doing a lot of research on, because I feel like I'm not doing that to the best of my ability either. Um, Mm -hmm. Again, it's just one of those, like it, it's so time consuming. So if I just had like full autonomy to do this 40 hours a week and not have to worry about anything, I have an idea and I almost don't want to say it, but it's like the likelihood of me actually having the time to do it. (laughs) I might do it. Keep it under wrap. Right. Right. So I want to do this. It's called the Gemini giant because I am a Gemini and Nice, nice. In every sense of the, um, in every sense of the sign, and you know, for a Gemini, you have like two split personalities, and I wanna have, wanna do a Lily and Lilith version. Ooh. So Lily is the fun blonde, like, oh my god, you guys are so cute and so little, and then Lilith is the like die, die, die version, and like Lilith has black hair. Like, I wanna get a wig, and I wanna do like all of these different scenarios between the two and they're like fighting over the tinies and Lily's like, no, don't kill him. Lilith. And Lilith is like, but he has to die, you know? <laughs> so, Oh man. Uh, I, I know I have these ideas. I say I'm not that creative. I do. It's just, I don't have, have the time to do it. So you guys might see that coming soon too. That's pretty, <laughs> that's a pretty thick idea. I mean, I'm also not me over here is thinking I'm like, I could probably edit that. <laughs> but uh, and I'm like, I want to learn how to to use like video editing software and add tinies and add like effects where you know the frame is like uh shaking back and forth with every step and mm-hmm. I just ha- have like movies, you know, do like a bunch of like really badass pre-mades and you know, I don't know. I just think it, it there could be so much more to it and it is fun to be creative in that sense. It's just the time, you know. Absolutely just the time. I mean, definitely, hell yeah. Um, always here, and there are tons of editors out there that will give you, you know, the steps to get into it. So if you're able to get that time in, don't hesitate to reach out and, you know, ask. Um, it's definitely possible, especially with today's software. Anyone can do it, and I love that. Yeah. Um, Ugh, so. I love it. Um, any specific equipment that you're um, looking forward to getting? Like, I know that um, in a lot of your, some of your photos, and I think I saw in your story, there was a green screen. I saw that. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> That's Olivia's green screen. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. She has like this whole cool setup because she, um, she's very good at photography and she, um, I don't want to, I don't know what she wants to talk about, what she doesn't, but I know it, uh, you know, she has that for a reason, obviously, you know, for um, photography. And Mm -hmm. so um, we use that because somebody, I can't remember who it was. I think it was, 
So anyway, somebody asked us, mm-hmm. like, hey, what would you like? How how do you guys feel about being shrunk? And we were like, what? Let's, you know, let's take some pictures. And we had a freaking ball trying <laughs> taking pictures of like her standing up with her foot over. And there's an edit. The edit is like probably if you look on my Instagram or her Instagram feed, like we For share sure. we share a photo. And one is like me laying on the ground and I'm like, ah, trying not to get squished by Olivia and then we did like vice versa like I'm standing over her and she's like no don't don't step on me and um we did that in front of the green screen so I definitely want to get a green screen so I can do more actual edits and um you know be more creative versus me just like I don't know sitting on my couch or like sitting on the floor in my in an empty room you know i want it mm-hmm. to be more interesting than that definitely so a green screen and probably a better ring light because the one i have now is just a shitty little amazon ring light i mean it does uh, the job don't get me wrong but lighting is key in so many of these videos you know so you absolutely can, you can see the lines on the bottom of the feet and you know the tongue, you know, just all the things, the details. So it really helps, um, but I want a better one and maybe multiple of them so I don't have to lug that thing around and uh, unplug it. You should see me running around here trying to create content some days. It's actually pretty comical. But, hey, <laughs> we are we are rolling with it. We're just doing our best over here, Jack. We're doing our best. I believe it. I believe it. I have to carry a light. I have a, like, 20 pound lighting kit that's like hidden underneath <laughs> my closet just to just be ready to take out and like all right gotta lug this giant thing around but i oh feel my you god that's so, insane that's heavy duty if, i mean and i'm and my listeners have heard this multiple times but tell them i have an endoscope camera that i use for extreme pov purposes and for um I have that lighting kit that I have to lug around. I have a Canon TI5 camera that I use to shoot. And then, you know, my phone, of yes. course, if that needs to be a backup. So, you know, you just need to have all the stuff. I tell people, I, I try my best yeah. to make this as realistic and as crazy as possible. Um, you won't believe my surprise when I saw I can get an endoscope on Amazon for like 50 bucks. I'm like, huh, okay. Right? And then, I do want to get a better camera because using my phone i actually and thank god i had a screen protector but i actually cracked my phone screen stomping on my camera for one oh, of the i know i know i do and that's hey if you girlies out there if you're a creator and you're not actually stomping on your phone you better be you better get to stomp and get you a screen a screen protector and actually stomp on that bitch stomp on it <laughs> Out here stopping, <laughs> man, destroying phones with those size nines. God damn. Right, I know. <laughs> These dogs don't play, Jack. They Mm-mm. don't play. Hey, <laughs> I already know. Might be a good idea. <laughs> yeah, not dog. a bad idea at all. Hey, y'all already tell me. I mean, that's why they call me the spec. I, I already know. I already know. <laughs> I already know. That's awesome. That's great. And then, you know, that that's really cool. So it seems like you do have some plans to like in the future go forward and you know you, you have some ideas swimming in your head and you know that's awesome to see. So yeah. thank you. 
That's awesome. So I'll get into some fan questions as well. Oh, shit. So we'll see. Don't worry. I screenshot <laughs> it and make sure I'm looking at right now just to make sure there's Random. nothing. Yeah. Like the one guy that said, will you step on me? And if you're listening to this, dear, dear follower, <laughs> right. um, it's Send $10. Bucks. And I'll stomp you. And she'll do it. She'll do it. <laughs> but um, this was an interesting one. And I wonder, like, this is obviously dependent if you've seen it, but um, James Allen1205 asked if Honey, I Shrunk the Kids were realistic. Do you think it would be more of a horror film full of accidental deaths? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> accidental deaths. No, I like that. I think maybe. And, you know, it's... um. I actually have a friend when I started doing this, she was like, people like you to be a, you know, she was confused about the whole thing. And she was like, people like you to be a giantess. She was like, what part of honey? I shrunk the kids went wrong for them. <laughs> so I was like, I don't know. I haven't seen that in so long. So I really don't know. It's been years since I've seen that. Um, but I would say, yeah, I think it would be full of lots of accidental deaths and, it, it would be a horror film for sure. Yes. That's a good question. That's an excellent question. And uh, oh, yeah. You don't know how many times I've told people, <laughs> editors, models, and they're like, you know what? If you haven't seen it in a couple of years, go back and watch it. And you'll probably, since you're in this space now, you'll look at it from a different perspective. And it may give you ideas. Yeah. That might be on the, the watch list for this evening. I'll have a glass of wine and watch Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. <laughs> hey, definitely do it. I know the scene that everyone loves is mm-hmm. that goddamn cereal cereal scene. Yes. Okay, I it, do it, know the cereal scene. Uh-huh. Yeah, that one's iconic. Everyone's at least seen that once. Like, I tell people, that's like a core memory for me. Like, whenever <laughs> it's brought up or whenever I'm eating Honey Nut Cheerios, I'm just like, damn, I wish I was, like, need to be in this bowl and someone the, the, just need a giant woman to come and knock me up in there. So, um, and I've been <laughs> trying, like honey nut Cheerios. it's a good cereal. I'm, I'm trying to like, I've been trying to recreate that scene for like ever. And I haven't figured it out, but one of these days I will. I bet you can use your endoscope and like somehow put it in the Cheerios. I don't know how flexible your <laughs> that little scope is, but if you could put it in your Cheerios, that would be so cool. For sure. I mean, it's pretty flexible. I've been able to get a inside out view. Like, stop it. Like, I'm. I'll send you the one that I use. I've been able to get um a model to twist it and turn the camera looking out from her mouth, and I turn the light on, and it's not that. Like, I know the common question that I've gotten is, that does it burn? It does not burn. If you're able to twist it around and point it inside out, you can get those inside out views. And oh, wow. there are some cool mm-hmm. scenes you can get with it. I'll have to send you, I'll have yeah. to send you a snippet and I'll have to send you a snippet and the endoscope I use. And you might, it might come in handy for you. Awesome. Yeah, that would be great, actually. You guys, so y'all might see some, some interesting shots coming up in the near future. Yes, definitely. I got you. I got you. Um, okay, another question. So, oh, this is a good one. Okay, so for this is from the Volton writer. 
He asked, yeah, he's cool. He he's a homie. He's a homie. He is wondering, do you have any like specific milestone or goals you're looking for for your page slash persona few years? And I'm guessing in a few years, let's say, because this is still like year one for you. You're in year one. Yeah. So let's I'm gonna try to add on to that question. Where do you see yourself in I guess a year from now? So where do you feel like where do you feel like Captivated by Lily is gonna be? Where is it gonna be at this point in um 2024? Realistically or Realist- realistically. <sighs> I would love my goal, I would love to have like for my page, I would like to have a hundred thousand followers. That's my ultimate goal. And then I'll have another one after that. But maybe this time next year we'll be around like 50K. I would love that. And I would love to be able to do this full time and quit my job. So that's honestly, that's my goal. Like as as a on the business side of things, right? And then I've told you kind of like my creative side of things. I really yep, love yep, to yep. get the Gemini giant going, and um, you know, and and having the time to dedicate to it, and really be able to give it all I have, and be able to like just be in this creative space all the time. I think that those are that's my ultimate goal. Awesome. All right. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Another question I have here is if you were to grow and this is from crazy trap 78 if you were to grow how what would be your ideal height as a giantess hmm. I'm not good at like judging <laughs> like feet um if somebody said hey is that how many feet away from you or that i'd be like it's 100 and it really would be like 20 um so i'm (laughs) gonna say i don't know just like big enough to be able to use a skyscraper as a toothpick oh man okay that would be hmm. if i had to guesstimate i would say probably 150 feet tall sounds about right yeah, we'll take that. I like that. Yeah, because you're slight. Yeah, because you're not tall enough to like. You're not super tall to the fact where you can't interact. Right. So, and I think that's the key because I hear some people say, "I want her to be like, you know, five thousand feet tall," and I'm like, "Bro, she can, like, what?" I would be, <laughs> yeah, right. Like, then the planet Earth would literally be like a pea. Mm-hmm. Like that's no fun. You're not going to be able to interact with anyone <laughs> yeah i yeah i would like i feel like if you know people realistically were you know like an inch tall you know just inch tall people running around like little cockroaches <laughs> right <laughs> oh, and then i could pick them up you know and look at them and potentially you know talk to them if i wanted to or i could eat them you know however right. I saw at the moment there you go. There you go. And I'm guessing, and this is another question that's a follow-up to it. Mm-hmm. Do you prefer shrinking, other people shrinking, or growing? But I feel like I kind of know this answer. Um. So do I prefer other people shrinking or myself growing? Is that the question? Uh, yes. So, okay, this is, I'm like, I am have a very logical brain. 
because mm-hmm. I'm thinking, okay, if I were to grow, how many other people could grow? And then I wouldn't have mm-hmm. anybody that was my size. I would be so lonely. I feel right. like as a single, you know, a lone giantess in the world of no other giants, I would prefer to shrink people so that I can mm-hmm. keep my world the same and then just use small people for my benefit. I could there just you shrink you like you piss me off. Boom. Shrink rate done. You're going in a jar, motherfucker. You're done today. And then maybe unshrink them at some point. If I awesome. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> okay. Oh. And then, and this was going to be one of my questions, but a follower Ooh. asked it. And I love this one um, because this is my favorite question to ask mm-hmm. guests. What kind of things piss you off in this community? Oh. This is a safe space. As a fellow creator, I totally get it. So if you want to go ham on this topic, you sure can. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and what pisses me off? I mean, you've seen some of my rants. Like what pisses me off is like when I tell people I don't do nude or explicit content. And they're mm-hmm. like, send me a picture of a dildo in your mouth. I'm like, motherfucker, uh. I, if I could punch you through this phone right now, I would. And Mm -hmm. it's, like, after I've already told them, like, if somebody asks for something that's, like, explicit or suggestive and we haven't had a conversation about that before, Mm -hmm. okay, like, it's annoying, but it is what it is. Like, the average person doesn't know how to follow fucking directions. Like, when I tell them to check the link in my bio, when I tell people the same thing every day, you know, but it is not necessarily blatantly obvious to somebody who may not use Instagram you know, every single day. So they might not know to check a link in a bio. So like, it's understandable, slightly frustrating, but like, whatever. But when I tell somebody like, Hey, I, you know, I don't do explicit content. It's just not something I do. And then they ask for something explicit and then it just pisses me off because I'm very big on setting boundaries. And I'm like, you just like walked all like, buddy, you didn't even just like toe the line. You stepped over it. So, Mm -hmm. um, dick pics is another one. I actually oh, got God. one. I got one, I think, yesterday. And he sent me a, vi- a, a video. Obviously, I didn't <clears throat> look at the video. I just saw the the, the thing. And he said, oh, no. I had a, he said uh, this pissed me off. I just wanted to punch this motherfucker. And I blocked him. I said, um, he said, I have a gift for you. I was like, in what world do you think you sending a picture of your penis to a woman that has not asked you for one is mm-hmm. a gift? I was mm-hmm. like, and I said, my husband's is bigger, first of all. And second of all, you, like, fuck you. And he was, he said, if your husband's would, was bigger, you wouldn't have to sell feet pictures. And I was like, bitch. Wow. I was like, wow. dude, don't relate at all. And I was like, you're so stupid. You're blocked. That was- That's a reach. That's a reach if I've ever heard of one. I know. It's like, I just wounded your ego. That's what just happened. You're welcome. You're you're done. Um, Get them. But really, those are like, those are the main things. I think when, you know, you tell somebody something a thousand times. And um, I think the last biggest annoyance or something that pisses me off is like when I tell people my turnaround time like Mm -hmm. hey you know it it could be 24 hours like the other day I did like a 24 hour um like turnaround just because I had some time 
usually it's 72. Well, if I tell somebody it's 72 hours and then like, hey, when do you think that video is going to be done? Like, this is like five hours later. And I'm like, come on. 72 hours. <laughs> and I do. And I feel like a bitch when I say that. And I was like, as I mentioned above, I said 72 hours. So not until I get done with it, you know, or the, how's the video coming along? Not trying to rush you. That's exactly what you're doing. Thank you. You know, so, but I mean, it is what it is. Like, it's just, it's like in customer service. You get pissed off at customers all the time for doing stupid shit. It's no different. It is. And then a couple, Um, we're going to end with like, you know, I'm going to ask one more question and then we'll wrap up and plug. But, yeah. um, you know, going forward, do we expect to see any more collaborations with um other models or um or anything of that sort i know that you and olivia have linked up and i'm excited to have her on she's actually next episode after you yeah but um, any collaborations that we should be looking forward to yeah um i will probably see olivia in the next couple months and so that is gonna be um, we plan to do some content together, so nice, um, nice. we'll probably do some advertising for that and, um, you know, try to, like, get some customs lined up, you know, so that way they can plan for that and it's not a surprise yes. to everybody um, so that we can knock those things out. And then um, I have a couple friends that I'm trying to get in in the business, but, you know, they're... In the I don't know if they want to. I'm like, I mean, that's your loss, girl. Whatever. It's fine. So really right now, um, Olivia, I'll see her, like I said, in the next couple months or so. And then we'll we'll do some st stuff together. But that's all I got lined up at the moment. Sweet, sweet. Mm -hmm. And other than that, I, I think that covers all bases. So um, thank you again for coming on, Lily. Really, um, yeah. really, really glad to have you on. And where can everyone find you and your content? Yeah, I'm excited to be part of the community and I appreciate all the support I've gotten so far. And, um, you know, I appreciate you having me on also. Absolutely, absolutely. So, yeah, guys, that was Captivated by Lily. Glad to have you on. And, yeah. you know, thanks for being here for the season premiere of Sizing Up Season 3. So if you guys need to find my stuff, it's Jack the Speck everywhere. I, I don't, uh, I, I always give you guys a whole spiel, but it's Jack the Speck. You, you should know the name by now, guys. Jack the Speck. It's easy. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, so as I said, next episode will be with Olivia. That will be a pretty cool conversation. And also, Lily, if you ever want to come back on the podcast for a topical episode where we may talk about like a specific subgenre oh, or snap. anything crazy sometimes we this season um we have this new kind of like forum where everyone will come i'll have multiple guests so it might be an editor and a model and we'll just have this i like to call it like the thirst hour episode on jack Ooh. fm so that's kind of like a nighttime um edition where people come come on and it's you know, and like you guys can, it's going to be a explicit version of the podcast. So oh I'm more very yeah. down to ground. Yeah. So, yeah. So if you're down to come on for a Jack FM episode where, you know, we, we just get, you know, it's the thirst hour. So down that's, and dirty and nitty gritty. Let's do it. 
Yeah, so, I mean, if you're definitely down for that, I'll extend that invitation to you. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so it was a blast to have you. And, you know, I'm sure we'll be seeing a lot more of you and your content in the future. And, you know, I I will make sure I put your links in the description of this episode. And people will, be, know, well, people will know where to find you. Thank you. I appreciate you. And thank you so much again for having me on. This was a lot of fun. No problem. No, this is a blast. I appreciate taking the time out of your day to be able to, you know, come on. It's really, you know, it's really cool. And, you know, like I said, I'm glad you were able to have a platform to speak on. And that's what this podcast is all about. Hell yeah. Thank you. No problem. But that will wrap it up, guys. So for season one, season one, (laughs) for episode one of season three of Sizing Up, I'm your host, Jack the Speck. That was my guest, Captivated captivated by Lily. Can't talk. And uh, I'll see you guys on the next one. Have a good one, guys. Bye.